Welcome to the Action Sports episode of Splitting Cases. It's been a little while since we've been on the scene, but uh, Pointy has returned from a wonderful honeymoon with Mrs. Pointy, and we are back into it two days later. We sure are, and uh, we didn't even use up all our material yesterday when we uh, caught up for the first time in a month. No, we do make this this, this whole don't talk unless it's on mic rule because there's just too much gold to waste, but... So we were very careful about what we talked about in our initial catch-up, so uh, so this should be interesting. And in our true Splitting Cases fashion, we've decided to make tonight's episode about the one thing that neither of us really know anything about. Football! Or rugby league. Yeah, rugby league. It's the grand final tonight, happens to be two days after pointy return time, and we just thought we'd have a catch-up, have some dinner, and... Um, watch the grand final but at the moment we're in kind of like pre-game coverage and a much older looking like i don't know like maybe not too much older because he's sort of ageless um slash from guns and roses looks like he is playing guitar to a backing track of a track from his album because there's no one else on stage playing but he is doing like a wicked solo to something Yeah, it's a very odd choice by the NRL. I mean, it's a Australian sport, and they choose to have Slash. Surely there was some Australian artist that they they could have put on. Oh well, yeah, but like what the AFL had Ed Sheeran and Tom Jones, um, and it just seems to be there's a history of that happening. But you know, Tim Rogers got to play one year the AFL. Well. I was- uh, and also the NRL, uh, UMI yeah. played a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago yeah. Um, with Dan Sultan and Phil Jamieson. That's totally true. So you know this is splitting cases when three minutes in there's already been a UMI reference. That's true. Um, and we aren't splitting beer because I'm on some weird eczema diet. I do have a little bit of eczema on my hands. Eczema is like a skin condition. You don't need to know this. This is not what you're here for. But um, means I can't drink beer for a month. But luckily for me... Gin, soda water, lemons, totes, fine. I feel like uh, this part of the conversation is probably the one we're going to be able to add the most value. So we might as well talk about the diet because we might not have much to say about the actual game. No, shut up. We totally will. I think the whole point of us watching this is we're not like super into football. I never used to be into football at all whatsoever, but I, for my day job in radio, have been doing the tech for a lot of live football games for the last two and a half years now. So kind of understand it a lot more and you, you get to understand a lot more when you've got a commentator screaming the play of the game in your ear, but you have any more of an understanding? Not particularly, and I'm not against football. In fact, I wish I was into it because it seems to be such a great communal experience. And uh, I did mention that to you yesterday as well, that the last episode we did, which was with Nick Gerber around the Golden Age of TV, one of the things we were talking about was that TV is no longer a shared experience because people can just watch everything at their own pace or stream a whole season. Whereas sports is something that there still is that communal experience because everyone wants to watch the game as it happens. Sports! Yeah, so uh, I I wish I was into it. But I I think for me, and the problem is I'm not that competitive. Yeah. So I find it really hard to to get invested. So earlier today, I did put $50 on the Bulldogs winning. So maybe that will be some sort of incentive for me. Well, it's not a hometown crowd for us. We're watching two Sydney teams, right? Yeah, so it's the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. So really, in the long run, apart from the bet you put on, it doesn't matter which one wins for us. We're not rooting for either team. So it's kind of just about the enjoyment of the game you've got to take from it, right? Yeah, and anything comical that happens during it. That is true. A lot of comical stuff does happen in a football game. So uh, growing up, did you play football? Nope. I didn't either. I did collect football cards, though, which is very odd. Um, I don't think from Henny Penny, but I remember I uh, went to Dubbo once. and um, a, lot got... of bad, a lot of bad stories start with I went to Dubbo once. <laughs> and I never left. <laughs> um, well, I no, I, I went to Dubbo to see my, my cousins. And I me- remember scoring all these sweet football cards. 
And then I started collecting football cards despite not really being interested in football. It's about the collectability of the card. It's like stamps. You're not really interested in the postal department, but God, you love stamps. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I think it was like the prelude to like collecting music addiction was, okay, I've got this thing. I can collect it all. Yes, it's mine. It's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Got to collect something. No, I was like that with Tazos that you got out of chip packets. And I I do remember Henny Penny having Newcastle Knights cards. And um, I do remember when... When did they win the premiership? Was it 97? Henny Penny? Not the, not the Henny Penny premiership win. The Newcastle Knights premiership. The Dubbo Henny Pennies? No, shut up. The like, Newcastle Knights was it 97, I think. Like I remember 98, something like that. Ooh, there's more music. Hold on. Pause the music. I'll, what, uh, no, anyway, they won and I stood out the front on the highway home with my cousins and yelled at the bus when they arrived home from the grand final in Sydney, the Knights. Okay, so the second act apparently appears to be um, US commercial pop country band Train. And they sing lots of very inoffensive, lovely commercial hits. They had a hit called, like, Drops of Jupiter, then disappeared for ages and then came back and was still apparently just as popular. And they're playing at the NRL Grand Final now in, like, Shroud of Smoke and two dancing backup singers. And, like, the guitarist has... You know how Led Zeppelin have, like, double neck guitar? He's, like, got a guitar with a ukulele sitting above it. Neither of them are attached, but they're kind of both sitting over his frontal area. Some masking tape really would have helped. Yeah, it would have. They're also playing on, like, a circular stage in the middle of the field that is projecting all around it in these big, like, kind of neon sign projections and actually on the floor of the stage. It's like, it just feel like it's saying to me, none of what's going on here is interesting to watch. Watch the shiny things. Yeah, watch Telstra. It just also seems, though, like, I mean, there's lasers and fireworks going on right here. I don't know. Can we just, can we just see what the music goes? I just want to see if the music goes with the fireworks. No, they're playing the deep fried chicken song. <laughs> the NRL bringing you the hits from 15 years ago today. Fried chicken. Sticking up for you. Even when I know you're wrong. Turn it off. This song was everywhere. Everywhere, goddammit. I think the game starts in, what, roughly half an hour or so? Roughly half an hour, yeah. And they'll kick off and then do the sports. Okay, so um, we might pick this back up again in a little bit when the game starts. Yeah, and we might pick it up like five minutes before the game starts and give you a review of all the other interesting pre-game entertainment that we're seeing right now. I know this is going to seem reasonably contradictory given that I've already talked about the fact that we're, we've put a bet on for this game, but I do find it odd that there's so many ads about betting and alcohol and yeah. stuff. There are a lot of gambling ads on this broadcast. See, I'm, I'm quite susceptible to advertising, and as soon as I saw the McDonald's ad come on, I was like, oh, screw the diet, I want a hash brown. But then there was a gambling ad, then a car ad, and now they're trying to recruit me to join the army. I don't know, is there a link here? None of these I, wanna, none of these I really want to do, apart from eat the hash brown. Eat the pudding, eat the pudding, eat the pudding, eat the pudding. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's, let's leave this advertising alone, because I reckon there'll be heaps more advertising we can pick apart during the actual game. But we'll come back to this, hopefully with bellies. What a chicken. Mm. Is it going to be like deep fried chicken? Your best friend always sticking up for you. Hey, there's a monkey on TV. at the dinner table being rude to our lovely lady guests. So Sarah McLeod from the Super Jesus was playing guitar for some reason. There was a marching band. Things happened. Um, two guys rang a bell. I think one of them might have been Russell Crowe. Yeah. yeah. Noah or Gladiator or something. One of the Noah Gladiator things. Uh, anyway, they were ringing a bell really hard. Ding-a-ding-a-ding, which I, mean, I think means it must be starting. But the, um, 
the green and red team. Who's that? The Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs are walking onto the field and doing kind of their their chest puffing kind of ooh yeah team thing. And now that the two bells have been rung by some guy and the gladiator, uh, the green and red team, the Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs have come on to the field and they've run out and that's very exciting. And the next team, blue and white, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs in blue and white are waiting in their pre-game area to come out. And we're getting lots of aerial shots of the stadium as well, which makes the stadium look very big and exciting. Is it at ANZ Stadium or...? I think so. Yeah, okay. A bank owns it at the very least. The Bulldogs have now walked onto the field. There are lots of lasers. I think that's lasers. And they're all kind of doing their pre-runs and lots of people are cheering. It's like a packed stadium. I here. feel like they needed a mascot bulldog that was shooting lasers out of its eyes. That's true. That would have been Do they have awesome. a mascot bulldog? Oh my god! They should have put a mascot bulldog against the rabbit from Monty Python and then they could have just gone at it in the middle of the field. I would have watched that instead of football. I do think that might not be what they're aiming for here though. And then someone could have like thrown a fish at somebody. It would have been amazing. Comic genius. I have a feeling that is not what they're aiming for for the NRL Grand Final. It would have been amazing. And they're all lining up. I think this is the time when they sing the national anthem, which brings me... Do they sing the second verse? No, it just brings me to the fact they don't sing the second verse, I'm pretty sure, because I don't know it, and does who knows that song. So this is a football episode, and in the middle of dinner, we have now seen kickoff. So you kickoff. we will make our way down to the viewing area for the football at some point soon after dinner. But the game has begun. Everyone's throwing the ball at each other and running to various ends of the field. I feel like NRL is a very physical game. Oh, yeah. I'd be hopeless at it. So I give a lot of respect to the people that do because there is no way in hell I could do that. Like when a huge guy is running at you and you have the ball and you manage to hold your ground rather than be toppled over. It's like... They're defying gravity. Like Wicked. I don't think there's anything wrong with a little Wicked reference in NRL. No, hell no. It's also funny as well that um, you mentioned defying gravity and the Rabbitohs are all wearing green. So it's kind of very Alphabet-esque. Hmm. Football. Indeed. But no flying monkeys. Okay, so we're about 14 minutes into the game now and score is a nil all. And we have finished dinner, so we that's an important dinner. update. We've moved from the dining room to the lounge room. We could still see the TV from the uh, dining room, but uh, it's nice to be fully engaged with the game now. Um, they're getting into it. Have the scores... Uh, do we need an update? Yeah, yeah. We, we just cover that. Nil all. Oh, that's right. Of course, because neither team has scored. It's sort of... Well, that's the definition of nil. That is true. Um, I feel like the sound of... Like, cricket is totally the sound of summer. Like, you just hear it in the background. It's like nest of wasps, you know? Like, it's just kind of always there consistently and droning in the background, the sound of cricket commentary. But NRL, I guess, is the sound of winter. Certainly does not feel like winter right now. No, it's really hot. But that's the thing. We're at the end of the NRL season. Like, we're in the absolute grand final, which our hometown team did not make it to. But... You know, oh, oh, oh. no, no, oh. maybe no, it's a knock on, not a try. So it looked like uh, the Bulldogs were going to score just then. The TV just did tell me it's important to see who scores first. And I think that is very true, but it is also important to see who has the most points last. Mm. That is yeah, the, the first try doesn't really mean much. No. well, it's Unless it's the first end only. That's true. That's a big, that's a big call. Um, so what do you think of the Biff? Do you think we should bring back the Biff? I feel like there's a lot of things in our past that we should not bring back. Uh, and bashing does not seem like one that we should bring back. But there, like, there wasn't there that footy show song, Bring Back the Biff, and lots of people would like to see the Biff brought back. The Biff being fighting on the field. And I think occasionally you do get that. Um, I think or like one of the last... Newcastle Knights games, a couple of um, players really got into it, but not a lot of biff. Everyone's really held back. Everyone's really... Um... I feel like the game's physical enough to not need punching in the face. I mean, you're already getting slammed on the ground yeah. and, like, smacked around the head. I, I think that's enough biff for me. There's a lot of heavy blokes. I mean, with NRL, 
like American NRL, is it? Gridiron? Like they have helmets and pads. NFL. NFL. Yeah, they have like helmets and pads and heaps of protection. But here it's just sort of you've got shorts and a t-shirt and you're good to go. Also, if you watch it with the sound, if you watch it with the sound down and like different music, I think that it just looks like everyone's trying to hug each other very frantically, you know? Like, come back here. I want to hug you. See, look, they're all hugging. There's a penalty to South Sydney. That could result in a goal. Try. They they need to have promotions on people's arms. Where their tattoos are. Yeah. I, I mean, found... it's all over the field, but they could have it on the people as well. Then in the close-ups. That's true. But you'd have to have a really hard time because, like, like, like pro- are you talking like projecting it or just like tattoos? No, no. It's part of their contract. Okay. Like they tattoo it on. Yeah. Um. I feel like sleeve tattoos and heaps of arm tattoos have really become a thing over the last 10 years. Like, pretty much every player has a tattoo. I think someone scored a try. Yeah, the Rabbitohs did. Rabbitohs scored a try! Yay. Not that, not that I'm discouraging that. That's awesome for the Rabbitohs, but either team could win tonight. Who did you bet on? I bet on the Bulldogs. Boo, Rabbitohs! But uh, Rabbitohs are the ones that tip to win. Adam Hills tweeted a photo of himself a couple of hours ago wearing... Uh, um, singlet, a Rabbitohs singlet, looking very proud in the stands, waiting for the game, no doubt. They did not convert the first try, so Rabbitohs 4, Bulldogs 0. I don't suppose you can really complain, though, because when you're 4, four up to 0... Yeah, they could turn around pretty quickly. <laughs> could. That guy kind of looked like a Bulldog. Yeah, he kind of looked like Ed Sheeran meets a Bulldog. I need to keep an eye out for that dude. That dude or Ed Sheeran? No, no, that dude. Yeah. They're biting people's legs. There's a crippled boy in hospital rooting for you to win tonight. I know because I put him there myself. <laughs> I hope they win. Mr. Burns says he's coming back. If they're going to revive late 90s crappy rock songs, maybe they could have brought up uh, Chumbawabba's tub thumping. Yeah. I feel like that would be more appropriate for the NRL. before in some kind of NRL campaign. It makes sense. Because they get knocked down and then they get up again and they're never going to keep them down because that's against the rules of NRL because if you keep them down, you're the one in trouble. So you've got to let them yeah, up again. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Now, I tell you what, these Bulldogs better pull their finger out because i got 50 bucks riding on this. <laughs> and I plan on making the, mon- the gym money back. I kind of think that from a player's perspective... Having that kind of crowd there and that much riding on it gives you a hell of a lot of just nerves. energy, like nervous energy to just like run off, you know, like like they're feeding off the crowd in the way that a musician does. Ooh. Oh, one of the Rabbitohs dudes has totally made a breakout. Kill him. Release the dogs. Release the Kraken. So one of the Rabbitohs dudes seriously just got like a half field run of the, the field. Like, he ran half the section of the field really gleefully. Like, you could tell when he was running and he had the floor. He just, he's loving it. And they're up the right end, and they're so close to a try, but the Bulldogs are... He's spinning it on his finger. Come on! There's a dude that I was watching out for. He's back. The dude you said who actually looked like a Bulldog just has the ball. I think it's a very brave job to be a referee in NRL, or really any sport, because no matter which team you go for, someone always blames the referee. Oh, yeah, they're they're a great scapegoat. I really want to know what these guys were, like, writing down before. (laughs) (laughs) These guys being the coaches up in the boxes, uh, the team officials up there watching the game, looking very angry and writing things down. I just like to think they're doing a Sudoku or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think they got too much writing on it for that. So he gets the Rabbitohs, do you get a penalty kick? Yeah. I'm not sure why. I mean, it would help if we knew the rules. We vaguely know the rules. And it's good. The Rabbitohs scored a penalty goal kick, I'm going to call it. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it's two points, which makes up for the lost conversion they had earlier, right? Yeah. One thing with modern NRL coverage, like there's awesome camera work, like total high def, completely focused on the players and just 
all sorts of angles flying through the sky. It kind of looked like like they were doing a tracking shot through the sky and it kind of almost looked like when they do the car chases on cops. Like, you know, like chasing after them from the helicopter. It's like really detailed camera work. It looks awesome. Must be like, I guess, well, I wonder if any of it's like automated or is it all like it manual could, It work. could not be automated. Because you didn't never know at any point in time where the game's going to go. Yeah, but I don't know. Like they just have that many cameras, and it's like I don't know, sensor driven by movement and stuff. No, it's got to be a. Huh. It's got to be a person. Huh. Nothing cutesy. Just said if you can't hear the overhead shot, the one that you see like flying over the players is on a big, like remote controlled wire type thing. And there is a guy operating it from remotely. These bulldogs are killing me. The rabbitos are almost going to score again. Don't let them near the try line. They'll score a try. The commentator said Tom Burgess was in that tackle. Hmm. So why do some dudes have like a helmet looking type thing and other dudes don't? Do you reckon it's an insurance type thing? they've had less because they're smart and they try and protect their noggin from getting bashed. I don't know. There might be something in like you've had so many concussions you can no longer. <laughs> One more hit to their head and uh, it's not going to be good, mate. It's like Homer with the bowling ball. Okay, Bulldogs are close to the try line. We'll look after him. Come on, come on. Get them. Get, Get that ball. Bulldogs. Get no! Ball. Oh, wait. Who's, who's, who scored the try? No one scored it. The Rabbitohs uh. got the ball off the Bulldogs as they're in the try area thingy. Try Becker? Yeah. I really like the slow-mo replays. I think they're my favourite part of the game. Maybe they should have the whole game in slow-mo so it can go for longer. And they can place more ads. Yeah. There's that one guy with the helmet again. I really want to like speak to an expert and ask about the helmet thing. Like Darth Vader? No, not Darth Vader. He's an expert at having a helmet. Bundaberg Rum. Drink responsibly. Was that a tweet or is that an actual ad? I think that was an ad. Why did they rum with like multiple use? And then they were like, oh, hang on. That makes it sound too drunk, which is irresponsible. Let's put a drink responsibly after it. <laughs> okay, so I believe there's 40 minutes in each half. Yeah. So we have eight minutes to go until half time. Score is still 6-0 in the Rabbitohs' favour. Yeah, but, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Like... They could have, like, Bulldogs could have a stellar fucking second half, you know? Oh, I'm counting on it. You could almost say I'm betting on it. You are betting on it, Gambler. It's very odd. I have never placed a bet before. Really? Like, Not even on a game. Cup? No. Wow. No. Yeah, okay. Well done, Bulldogs. Well done. Good work, Jens. Ooh. There's a bit of shoving going on. There's a bit of Biff brought back. Ooh, that guy's nose was bleeding. Well, yeah, because of all the throwing his face into the ground other people have been doing, you know? It's a very aggressive game, and that's part of the game. I think when you go out there, you don't want to be injured, but if you get a blood nose, I mean, you keep playing. It's not like if you just get a blood nose at the office and you have to go up and, like, mop it up in the toilets and just, like, stuff tissues up there. You just go for it. Okay, so here we go. We need to combine a couple of the ideas we've had tonight. So I think idea number one is the slow motion. The whole game needs to be in slow-mo. Whole game Two, slow-mo. you had the pig game. Score it like uh, past the pigs. Score it like past the pig. And then it's almost like a ballet then. It's going to be very graceful. That's about how they land. And I, I, I think that could win. Surely someone out there has set slow motion NRL footage to ballet music. Like yeah. Music. It, 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 if that has not happened, it needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon so. I think one thing we were talking about as well, um, the player intros are, like, really interesting. They're, like, they kind of go, this is John Smith. He does stuff, but he also plays football. He's going to play that football real good. Imagine if you had that when you went to work and you walked in and it's like, if you didn't know him, He's Grant. He does this. He does that. His official position is this, but he's a really nice guy. Welcome, Grant. Like, you had an intro. I would, wouldn't mind that as long as you get some sort of, like, theme intro music as well. What would your theme intro music be? Slash playing to a backing track? Train? Mm, not train, no. Oh, gosh darn it. Played there by George Burgess, see? 
I feel like I should say that was a good save then by the Bulldogs. I I was quietly impressed. I just opened up Facebook quickly and one of my friends, Melanie, in Sydney is at Anzan Stadium right now watching this game as it happens. And she's one of those people in the nosebleeds enjoying this from afar. That's exciting. I feel like the Rabbitohs have faster runners. I guess. But different teams have different attributes, you know? Like, some teams have better tacklers, some teams have better runners, you know? It all comes down to... I guess as cheesy as it sounds, teamwork in the end, you know, because, yeah, great, they're better runners, but if someone can knock them down in a second, boom. What's on the side of the Bulldogs jerseys? M and J chickens? I didn't see that, but let's uh, keep an eye out. Yeah, look on the sleeve of the Bulldogs jerseys and find out for me what is M and J chickens. I really hope it's not M and J chickens now, (laughs) because... Why? Because that would be hilarious. Who is M and J and where are their chickens? Oh, dude. One of the rabbitos just slammed into a bulldog there. I also hope that you're listening to this podcast picturing actual rabbits and dogs. Oh, man. when They just showed a slow-mo replay. My back would be broken if that happened to me. Oh, it would be. Like, But he charged at it, and you can see... You can charge at one of the bulldogs, and you can see in slow motion as he realizes he's going to hit him, just that preparedness on his face, and then the ooh as he hits him in his face. It's really interesting. Two guys... One microphone. A couple of punches Describing in. Describing something that's happening visually. Interesting. Yeah, punches happening totally. Is it halftime now? Some people are shaking their hands yeah. and the guys are making their way in. All right, so it's halftime. Rabbits are on six. Bulldogs still yet to score. Poor Bulldogs. They're still going to win, though. Yeah, totally. So if you're actually there at the grand final, like any crowded event, I think the big thing is... Get up and go to get your drinks and go to the toilet like five minutes before it's going to end because you know the second half time happens, everybody's going to run for the toilet and the bar. I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't even go to the toilet at the toilet and they probably just do it where they are. Okay, so we have some stats on the screen now. Rabbitohs, 57% time in possession. Hmm. As opposed to 43% by the uh, Bulldogs. Well, they did score six points. Their hair looks, like, well put together, like, even after playing. I do notice that with a lot of NRL players. Like, it's, like, very short hair and, like, you put a very, like, thick wax in it and boom, you're done. It's a very different game to something like cricket where they have tea breaks. The dudes in the middle are, like, during halftime... Yeah, they go back to sort of like change rooms and a media room, but they're kind of just sitting there catching their breath because it's such a physical game. Let's get back into this. Football! You need to drink more gin. More gin, more gin, more gin, more gin. Why does that one guy have a helmet? Okay, so half time. Uh, we're waiting for things to kick off again. Pun uh, intended, I guess, but maybe not. Um, so, often you see NRL players in the news for dubious behaviour. Yep. Any uh, stories you can uh, recall from recently? Nope. Me either, really. I don't really I pay much attention to it. One guy... May have punched his girlfriend. One guy, maybe even the same guy, punched a taxi window when they wouldn't allow him in. That's awful. There's similar stuff happening in the States now with um, the NFL. Wasn't there that guy that was in the elevator with his wife or his girlfriend and I think he hit her and the team tried to, to cover it up and then the video got released and... Well, look, yeah. I, think, I think though there's a general air a lot of the time, especially with AFL at the moment and in professional sports like NRL of sort of, not misogyny, but not treating women great. I think they are putting a lot of work in the clubs into education and really making sure that their players are nice dudes, you know, don't do that kind of shit. And I imagine to the most part, like any in any industry, they are, you know, like they're nice guys, but there's always the one or the other. I, th- I just honestly think it's because, A, it's an aggressive game, and, B, those guys are very high profile that when that kind of thing happens, it's like, oh, it's the whole 
vibe of it. Yeah, I guess it's easy to dismiss it and say that, oh, it's because it's a rough game and maybe some of these guys didn't get a great education because they went straight from school into playing sports. But I don't really agree with that. I think it's just like anything. It's you're young. All of a sudden, you've got lots of cash. People are worshipping you. So you might do some dick stuff. Absolutely. Justin Bieber. Holy crap. First example. Yeah. And like, and please don't take that as an endorsement. Like, I still think it's absolutely horrible some of the stuff that happens. Yeah. But like, I don't think it's necessarily to do with the sport itself. And I don't think it's any less prevalent in other areas of society. I mean, violence against women is awful in any respect, but I just think it's because these guys are incredibly high profile in a very physical game and they get like the ones that actually do get in those kind of situations, it almost gets tarred over the whole sport, which whereas, I don't know if it is. No, I, I think in Australia, it's something that's prevalent in all layers of society. It's just not talked about. And I think some people like to get themselves on a bit of a, you know, get on their high horse and point the, point the finger at, at these guys when it's a much broader issue. Yeah, it's just an in general don't do that issue because that's not right. But back onto the game, I think over the last couple of years, I've started really enjoying NRL a lot more. I still don't quite completely understand it, but I enjoy it a lot more. Like, I could never do what these guys do on the field. It's incredible. It's just athleticism, you know. Just on a slight detour, um, just for a moment, when I was in the States, uh, when I was in New York, it was when the UN uh, summit was on. And I I didn't mention this to you yesterday, but um, I just remembered. I went past, I was walking down the street, and uh, I saw a Secret Service guy. Secret Service guy? Yeah. But the most hilarious part about it was the guy had a jacket on that said Secret Service. <laughs> That's not so secret. Yeah. That's not so secret it was, at all. Uh, <laughs> it was quite odd. Must be a pretty full-on feeling walking through those tunnels knowing you going to walk out to like 80,000 people and millions of people watching on TV. It's like, don't fall over, don't pick your nose, don't do anything stupid. <laughs> Ooh, flames. Yeah, there are a few flames. It's high tense in business. My mate Melly T, who is at the grand final, actually in the nosebleeds right now watching, um, says it is incredibly exciting and it'll be a beautiful end to the South's miniseries if they win. I don't quite understand what that means, Melly, because I have not been following the Souths. But if they do win, Aaron will be sad because he's bet money on the Bulldogs. Yes, I will be very sad. Me, however, I'm, I'm sort of like on the fence. I'm like happy for the team that wins because that's really nice for them. Well, I also, apart from the fact that the odds... Uh, apart from the fact that I would win more money if the Bulldogs won as opposed to the Rabbitohs... It's also a family thing because uh, Mrs. Pointy's pair, oh, mum and her grandmother are both big Bulldogs fans. So I felt a kind of obligation to uh, yeah. side with them. Yeah. And also, I feel that they're probably the underdogs in this one because there seems to be a lot of public support for the Rabbitohs. I haven't won in 43 years. The Bulldogs are the underdogs. I didn't even want to go there. That I'm just, going there. Oh, it's kickoff in round two. It's kickoff in the second half. The Bulldogs are already fucking shit up. That's not nice of you. They're trying. Try they, harder. They want to win, Pointy. They want to win. No, see? He agreed with me. What did he say? It's not the start to the second half you want. While I'm happy for either team to win, but want the Bulldogs to win for you, it would make it a really tight game in the second half if we could at least just get a try and a conversion from the Bulldogs so they're at least even, you know? Is it going to overtime then? Oh, that looked painful. Someone just, like, got the ball, like, kicked straight into them. There's this clip they're playing on the ABC television show Reality Check at the moment of an amazing race uh, incident that happened a few years ago where a woman goes to a giant slingshot with a watermelon and it accidentally flings back in her face off the slingshot and breaks her nose. That sounds horrible. Yeah, but my God, it's captivating viewing, watching her, like, fling the watermelon out of the slingshot. It goes the wrong way and smashes in her face. It's awful, but my God, that smattering of watermelon is just... It's slow-motion replay stuff. 
man, I gotta say, as much as you you want the Bulldogs to win, like it's been a couple of minutes and the Rabbitohs are almost like on their try line, you know, ready to go. Like they're working it pretty close to the edge. I was gonna say, like, do we have any football themed songs? But it's clearly got to be "That's My Team." Yes, it's got to be "That's My Team," the rewritten "What's My Scene" by the Hootie Gurus. Maybe that footy show, Bring Back the Biff song. Not that I approve of bringing back the Biff. I just, I like saying it. You, you just like it in some ironic sort of way. It's like, bring back the Biff. It's like if the Biff was a, a really nice kind of cheese that they all ate after the, after the game. Bring back the Brie. Bing, bring <laughs> back the Brie. But the Brie, like, it doesn't, it doesn't have the same kind of, ed, like, kind of, puffiness to it is bring back the biff i like bring back the biff it pops What's more zest yeah it's like zesty lemon in our gin twist of lemon twist of ginny lemon oh yeah go 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 team he's going for the bulldogs because he's got money i dropped it and the bulldogs almost got it and then they oh man bulldogs are essentially just playing a defensive game they've got nothing at the moment all i'm seeing is rabbitos constantly like less than a meter out of their try line Lots of Rabbitohs don't look happy here. They're winning. They should quit bitching. I don't think they're just bitching for the sake of it, dude. I think something's going on, right? Uh, I like that I can say that, but I've got no idea what's <laughs> actually going on. Slow motion replay. It was almost about to land on Rabbitohs' arms, and the Bulldog's arm got in the way, and some guy, I think... No, not scored a try, but at least took it, off, took it dead off the line. What series of events needs to happen to like have a scrum? Like what's good question? Pass the microphone over to Nothing Kitsy and ask her that same question because she knows these things. Nothing Kitsy, what series of events needs to happen to make a scrum? I think it's when um, they're not sure who has the ball. Like in in the original scrums, they would have you know pushed the two teams together and would have put the ball right in the centre, and then they would have had to battle it out. Now they just kind of feed it to the side that that they've kind of given it to. I feel like they should be doing it when there's been some slight altercation between the teams, and it's like, come on, guys, come in for a group hug. hug now let, let's Aww. let's hug it out, guys. Yeah. No, but if you had to have your head in those guys' sweaty sweaty armpits like that. Oh yeah, but it's like you get over it because you both don't want to have to deal with that pain. So it's like let's be nice to each other so we don't have to deal with that. I also feel though that at some stage, it's like in- mutually assured destruction. I mean, the Soviets and the US did it for years. I feel at some stage in human history, though, in NRL, some bitchy stuff has been said in a scrum. Like, someone's just kind of under their breath said to the guy across the... across sledging's been... uh... Sledging, you know? Which is not... I've never been able to say the word sledging in the proper context before. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I don't endorse the sledging that goes on, if if any does. But, you know, I I can imagine that it might now and then, you know? Okay, so the Rabbitohs are close to scoring again, it appears. It honestly seems every time I blink and look up, the Rabbitohs are close to scoring. As long as they remain close and not actually scoring, I'll be okay. Jeez, at this point, I like if, if, if we were going for the Bulldogs, which I am currently neutral on, like you'd want the Bulldogs to be at least on the halfway line, something getting towards the halfway oh, line. There, there. As I said that, the Bulldogs crossed the halfway line... Dude's got pushed down. The guy that you said looks like a bulldog handed some kind of card with a 10 on it to the guy on the side. Have we got any word as to whether it actually does say M and R chickens on their sleeves? I kind of forgot about that. Look, M, M and R chickens. I can see an M and an R. And chickens. It's part of that train promotion. <laughs> yeah. Go! I've got that internal monologue going now of whether I pick the Rabbitohs just to spite you or, like, I stay neutral or I go for the Bulldogs with you. Hey, this is a podcast. It's not a radio show where you need to, like, take the con- <laughs> the contradictory opinion to what I have. Is it? <laughs> is it not necessary that I take the contradictory... Oh, no, no, I can't be bothered. Go teams! <laughs> they just seem so slow in comparison to the Rabbitohs. Like, they're... 
They're not nimble. I was saying that the Bulldogs' strength is, at the moment is really in their defense, you know. It's really in their strength. So they're good defenders, but they're not quite as good at playing the field, which the Rabbitohs seem to be. But at the moment, the Rabbitohs... But at the moment, the Bulldogs are on the correct try line. They're getting towards it. And they are testing the Rabbitohs' defense out here. Holy shit. Yes. Well done. Bulldogs just tried. Well, they didn't try. They scored. A try. Must feel good to be the referee in a way because you're like, I have the loudest whistle in this whole stadium. Everyone can hear my whistle. Whistle, whistle, whistle. Oh, slow motion try happening right here. That is a perfect line. From our Bulldogs try scorer here. So you reckon they're going to convert this kick? I have no idea. I think they are. You hope they are? No, no, I think they are, because then we'll make it a saucy game. It'll be a tie. A saucy game? Yeah. There'll be more skin in it. With all that hugging going on, it's already a saucy game. And as uh, Nothing Cutie pointed out, and the uh, pink shirts and the pink shoes. And the yellow shoes. Who? Who has both? Okay, here M we go. M and R chickens. M and J chickens. It's on, his, it's on his thing, right? That's what it says. It certainly does. M and J chickens. As he goes to convert the try, the Bulldogs... I don't know who are. Who are M and J chickens? Okay, this is going to go in. Bam! They converted it. You were right. Converted their try, and now we have an even game. They're also calling the cam, the camera on the wire, like a spider cam. So, like, what percentage breakdown do you think it is in this game between skill and luck? Because there's certainly a lot of skill involved, but sometimes it, it's got to come down to a mistake someone else makes and you're just there at the right time and you seize that. Which I guess you can argue is skill as well. I guess in, I guess in 70, 30, um, only 30 luck, and that's being generous to luck because, seriously, these dudes work on plays and it's almost like it's psychological in the way that they're anticipating a way another team is going to go they're working together they're working towards all right if we're all in this formation in this position who does the ball go to who does the ball need to go to where are you going to be if i have the ball it's really terrible that as soon as you said the word formation all i could think of was the mighty ducks <laughs> well see it's important in any sport even mighty ducks Ducks fly together. You know, M and J chickens M &J fly together. Chickens fly together. It's important formation and like knowing what to do. It does part luck. Yeah, you never know how the other other team's going to perform, but you've got to be prepared if they perform well. You know. Okay, I think the Bulldogs going to get in again here. I've got a feeling. I got a feeling. Oh wow! One of the Bulldogs. Dog one of the Bulldogs got tackled and made a really sweet, risky throw out to the side. Like, I, guess oh, I guess it's a pass. That's right. That was a pretty good play. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. Like, finally, I'm feeling with more promise now. The Bulldogs are really kicking into gear. But explaining your, oh, the Rabbitohs do have possession of the ball. Not for long. You've really gotten on board behind the Bulldogs now, Pointy. I have. There's a lot of gameplay happening, but it's all very much in the centre at the moment. There's no one, I'd say, had an advantage... I guess it's Act 2, where uh, things are coming up to the conclusion. The story arc, just... three act structure here. <laughs> yeah. Where are we at, time-wise? Uh, we're 55 minutes in, so what, we've got 25 minute, minutes to go? 80-minute game, yeah? Yeah. 25 minutes to go. I also enjoy I also enjoy that if you're listening to this, you're clearly listening to this after the fact, so you know what's happening, yet you're sticking around to hear this commentary and podcast. Like, I enjoy that you... Maybe don't know the score. Maybe don't know where we're going to end up, but... The Rabbitohs just scored. You're on the journey. The Rabbitohs just scored. Pointy's quite sad, but that's good for them. They're hugging. They feel good. You know, they feel really nice. I feel like there's still 25 minutes to go. It's still anyone's game. Oh, yeah. It's 6-10. Well, it's not really anyone's game. It's either the Bulldogs or the Rabbitohs game. No, mate. I mean, the Knights certainly don't have a place in this. But still, it's the Bulldogs game. It's the Rabbitohs game. It's your game. It's my game. It's our town. You know, it's... If you support this game, you're, you're in it. Wow, the coaches in the boxes are jumping up. They're enjoying this. Apparently, this is the highest crowd for ANZ Stadium for a football match since 2001. How many? 
I think, I don't know, is it around 84,000 they were saying? I have no idea. Mm, I don't know. I imagine Taylor Swift had more in there because she was like packing the floor as well. Packing the floor, that sounds funny. Well, no. <laughs> you can't have seats on the floor in an NRL game. You've got to play there. I know, but just packing the floor. Packing the floor. No. What? They're about to score again. The Rabbitohs? Yeah. Oh, that was a bit of biff right there that nobody picked up on. Nobody stopped the game. That's good, good. save. Dude just pushed other dude over. Like, just reaches out and goes, nah. You know what hasn't happened yet? Or maybe it has happened what? and we're just too clueless to notice or understand. There hasn't been any major controversy about whether something was uh, called wrong. Yeah, no, there hasn't been. Everything that... Every try we've had so far. Hey, he's the best dad. Welcome to Bundaberg. Bundaberg, rum. Drink responsibly. <laughs> Bundaberg, rum, 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 rum. Every try we've had has been clear. You know, there's been no contest. See, one thing we don't have in Newcastle as well is there's like a huge rivalry between two teams from the same city. It's like, I go for this team. I go for this team. Like, imagine if we had two teams in Newcastle that people would go for. I don't think we have the population to sustain no. two teams, especially with, like, attendance at games. Oh, that's why they're saying rum! Because the, in the ad that they're sponsoring, the pirates are singing rum! Like, really long. So that's going to be the singing bit. Okay, so we've still got 18 minutes. I'm sure the... Uh... The doggies can catch up here. A lot can happen in that 18 minutes, dude. Totally. <laughs> Someone said drop kick. Yeah. I like that you said to watch this dude that you say looks like a bulldog. And every time I look at the screen, at some point he's there pointing at himself or leaning on the ground. He's having an argument with the ref at the moment. Like they cut out of the, cut out of the argument. I'm not sure I like that. What? They just score again. Who? The Rabbitohs. They got really? a kick in. Is that while we were in ad? 83,833. 84,000, right? So something I found interesting that they said as well. Um, this is like the highest attendance they've had in 15 years for a stadium that was built for the Olympics. And they have Kathy Freeman there as a special guest. I feel like they might have known about the attendance beforehand. I don't know, maybe... Well, it is a Sydney Grand Final with two Sydney teams yeah. at a Sydney stadium, you know? And they're like... Well, aren't the Rabbitohs like one of the oldest teams in the comp? Like, I guess so. Yeah. One of the Bulldogs is down and he does not look well. No. He's getting up. No, no, no. Oh. That's a rough tackle. He fell into the tackle in one of the Rabbitohs kind of swung his arm around the bulldog's neck. Is that a bit of biff going on here? I think they thought that tackle was a bit rough. A bit of an that argument. That was the bulldog, though. A bit of an argument happening. Oh, that was a headbutt almost, accidentally. Yeah, but it didn't look, it didn't look as rough as that last one, though. Like... No, the other one looked much rougher, but yeah, it was, it was an accidental headbutt. He just had the momentum coming into him. I think it's just that you get to this point in the game where how many, like we've got maybe 13 minutes left to go or something. No? Are we on 67 or 57? 67. Yeah, you got about 13 minutes left to go. Everyone's like a little more desperate and people are just playing a bit rougher. Okay, so one of the Rabbitohs is down. Is he the same guy that just got headbutted? Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, I hope, I hope so, everything's okay. So, just to clarify what's happened, in that headbutt, the head clash we were just talking about between the Bulldog and the Rabbitohs player, the Rabbitohs player is still on the ground and being taken off in a stretcher, apparently deemed not good to get up and walk off the field. Jesus, that is not good. But, you know, they could just be being cautious. You know, it's a pretty serious thing when you... Like, maybe you got knocked out. So, it's possible he's just... Being like they're just being cautious with him, so on the back of the bulldog shirt, are they sponsored by Durex? I don't know, they're like J car on the front, M and R, M and J chickens on the sleeves. I can't see the back. 
Don't you think that the time should be like 80 minutes and not pausing the clock? Like, it's 80 minutes of play though. It's got to be 80 uh, minutes of play. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's more for the fans as well as the team though because... So, if we have 12 minutes left and they eat the 12 minutes looking after a player and getting off the field, uh, I don't know. I feel oh, they I should be allowed mean, to... I don't mean in this particular scenario, because in this part, it's like, that's obvious you need to break. Yeah. But, but just in general, like, if someone's just like, you know, they're taking their time, I don't know. Well, they, if they're taking their time, they don't stop the clock. You can tell when a team is clearly in the lead or like has a couple of points advantage and there's a few minutes to go they will try and eat up time you can see it happening once again not that that's what's happening now I think that's got to be one of the one of the crappiest things as well like going into a grand final you've worked all season for it and you're the dude going off in the stretcher well there's only 13 minutes left he made most of the game that's true but still you know it's got to suck I feel like it's a really good thing for both teams, whether they win or lose, that they're not too far from home, you know, if they're going out to commiserate <laughs> or celebrate. If they live in Sydney, they're both Sydney teams. It's like, great, we're done celebrating or commiserating, let's just go home. They're probably within 15, 20 minutes of where to go. Is Russell Crowe wearing, like, a big white jumpsuit? I hope so. I feel he should be wearing robes. It looked like, a, like either a white jacket or a white jumpsuit or something. Play's resumed again. Bulldog's down, taking a couple of seconds, stretching, getting back up. He's looking all right. Is he being sent off? Yeah, I think one of the Rabbitohs is on report for a shoulder charge against the Bulldogs. I know a lot can happen in 30, 13 minutes, but, like, we need to get a converted try and another two points, so a goal kick or another try. Or just two tries. Yeah, yeah, another try or goal kick, but two tries in... Yeah, look, it's doable, but the way the Bulldogs have been playing, it's a bit rough. And they're pretty much on the try line now. True, true. All right. Oh. God. Bulldogs just booted the ball up into the air towards the try line and got snagged by Rabbitoh. One of the commentators just said that was close, that was nip and tuck. I don't think he meant nip and tuck. Wasn't Joshua Jackson one of the guys from Dawson's Creek? Yeah, Pacey. Pacey? Is that Joshua Jackson? Yeah. One of the guys in this is Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Bulldogs are still close to their own try line, but keep doing these risky kicks towards the try line that end up in the hands of a Rabbitoh. It's happened like two or three times in a row now. Like there's less than 10 minutes to go, though. Yeah, but there's no one to pass to, and so they've just booted it rather than... I don't know, it's got to be some other way. Joshua Jackson has the ball, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Nine minutes to go. Bulldogs still have the ball, but... Got to come up with something better close to the try line. Oh, fuck. The ball just keeps flying out of nowhere from the Bulldogs' hands straight into Rabideau. There's no one there on the other end for it. We may have another injured player. So the player that's down didn't look like he had a lot of contact to him. Is he alright? Gotta be up again, alright? Can't be still down. Oh, it was, was it around the neck? I didn't see it from that angle. Okay. I saw it from a different angle. It didn't look that bad, but... A lot of high contact going on in this game. I feel it's a feature of every game. Alright. Well, I feel it's a feature of every NRL game. What, that there's a lot of high contact when there yeah. shouldn't be? Oh, no, not when it shouldn't be, just like it's a occupational hazard. Yeah, that's true, but an arm around the neck's not great. Okay, so it looks like the Rabbitohs have scored another try, but it really... It seemed pretty close to the edge. It looked like it was almost out out of bounds. It was off offside. I've got to see a replay of that. Because it happened in... I like after 73 minutes or 74 minutes where all of a sudden experts at this. It's like, I want to see a replay of that. Well, I did not see that touch the line. I did not see that. They're, they're confident though. So, oh, come on. You're not going to show me a replay of that. You are. Okay, good. Show me. All right. So it's heading. All right. It's in the goal line. Okay. They've reached for it. Yeah. Oh, he's hit it. It's because the ball bounced directly down in front of him. And he almost 
kneels down to catch it. it like, like squats. Like squats, and it hits his, it hits his toes just on the corner of the field, just on the boat corner of both lines. Like a couple of centimeters either way, that would have been out easy. That was. That's the kind of thing you were talking about, like luck and skill. Yeah. Like. That was luck. That it was just one centimeter out. You know, it was still in. Well, I feel like we can. I won't say a hundred percent, but high degree of certainty that the Bulldogs have lost at this point. Yeah, there'll be a few, a uh, few Bulldogs fans probably leaving the stadium a little bit early. This dude that you're calling the Bulldogs, he he's in the Bulldogs and he kind of looks like a Bulldog, is just like pointing to his wrist as if to say, like, time, come on. I like that he's is the. Is the guys going for this really like essential try conversion? There is the Rabbitohs bunny mascot walking into shot in front of the in front of the kick. Fucking rabbit, get out of the shot! All right, so they converted it. It is six to twenty to the Rabbitohs. It's not gonna happen. What three tries? They would need to get in how many minutes? Like five minutes or something. And that. What takes them one point ahead? I've always wondered how you pick yourself up and keep playing when there's like a couple of minutes to go, like two minutes to go, and you know you've lost, you know? Is it, you know, the urge to make that margin smaller? Yeah. I mean, I think there'd definitely be that part. It's like you want to be able to hold your head up high and say that you still had a good game even though you lost. Yeah, of course. Who the fuck was that to? I don't know. There's been a lot of those throws that have just been to no one. Either the person throwing is just desperately throwing it out, or there's been no one there that should have been there to catch it. They really need to get Emilio Estefez in to coach this team. Yeah, I think so. We've got dogs, we've got rabbits, we could have ducks. Or chickens. Yeah, exactly. M&J, M&J chickens. A, um, a coin are you saying? A dog and a rabbit don't make a duck. <laughs> oh god here we're seeing the classic example of this game of just Rabbitohs have the speed they're fucking charging in there and the dogs have the defence all they're doing right now is just holding them back holding them back holding them back which you know is very true to each of the team's names you know the dogs have the kind of the, the force and the rabbits have the energy and the sexual energy Multiply. I wasn't going to say sexual energy, but you had to bring it there. Yeah, I did. I'm sure if they win tonight, they might. Oh, fuck off. Rabbitohs try again. That was just like really sloppy by the Bulldogs, I think. I'd like to see a replay because I was looking at you with a one eye squinted and saying sexual energy. So I need to um, check this out. You can see from the body language of the Rabbitohs, they're like, yep, in the bag, want it. Well, there's care. two minutes to go. It's pretty safe now. Oh, I, yeah. I'm totally... pretty sure we can say 100% now. It's totally safe, but at the same time, it's just... It's like it's pretty much, yeah, just screw the last two minutes. Let's just tie this now. They converted the try because he was smack bang in front of it. There was no way he was going to miss short of breaking his foot. There is a lot of hugging going on. There's a lot of good feeling. Probably a lot of money riding on this. A lot of hopes. It's the grand final, so... Go for it. Celebrate. This dude right now should probably clean himself up a bit after the game. They should probably all get a shower before they go anyway, but at the same time, like, a bit of blood pouring down from noses and faces and cuts on faces and eyes. Are we still playing a game or are we just all walking around the field celebrating? Are they going to play it out? Well, so what's happening? Why Why are we stalling? This is what I'm talking about before. There's just a lot of waiting around, needlessly. Is he? Does he own the Rabbitohs or the Bulldogs? The Rabbitohs. So he's. Okay, so he's a Rabbitohs fan though. Yeah. All right, so Rusty Russell Crowe's having a good night. They keep cutting to him. He's wearing this oversized science lab coat, and the last two minutes are happening. And I can only imagine how the Bulldogs must be feeling in terms of continuous play of this game. Oh. No way. We have another Rabbitohs try. Two minutes out. One minute out. One minute out. That's just insult to injury to the Bulldogs. Jesus. You could see this dude as he's running towards the try line, 
with a clear break. You know, there was no stopping him, but he had this stupid grin on his face, this great, not stupid, but just like that, this big... Oh, you're going to have to be oh. happy with yourself at that point, oh, God, for sure. yeah, not blaming him. That's amazing, but it's just so fun to see someone so gleefully happy charging towards the try line. But to the Bulldogs, that they'd be kicking themselves for that, right? Football! What's going on? Where was the defence in that, Bulldogs? The commentator said, I don't know why we're looking at this because it's a clear-cut try. The reason we're looking at this is the amazing grin on the guy that took the try. Like, it's that that at this point in the game, one minute out, when they've clearly won it anyway. It's 36. I don't know. It was, it was worth watching again. Everyone's emotional, but the rabbit mascot, you know, just... Still the same kind of bemused smile expression, not sh- not not overly excited, not you know not going for it with his facials, but you know he's he's quietly happy. The rabbit mascot. I mean, as much as a rabbit can be. Yeah. Well, look, they've still got to convert this try. They really do not need the extra two points, but gosh darn it, they're going to try. Who's this guy? Sam Burgess. Lots of uh, most of the other players are hugging it out. They're going for it. They need. Oh, man. It's emotional. They're going to go for this conversion. Okay, so it's pretty much the closing moment of the game that we're coming up to. Missed the kick, but it doesn't really matter at this point. does not matter at this point. Those two points. They could... It's over. Yeah, it's over. That's it. Rabbitohs won. Sorry about your 50 bucks. That's okay. It is okay. It did, it I was did, just stimulating the economy. It did get you more invested in the game. This guy just got on somebody's shoulders. They're walking him around. There's marching drums. There's fire. Everybody's going nuts. It almost... It's its a bit of blood and gore away from being a Game of Thrones theme in those, like, in those stands. Like, it's just passionate, sweaty, smoky barbecue. You know? it's <laughs> And Russell Crowe just... Quietly, He's being Russell Crowe. Quietly in tears, looking very intense. He's not hugging it out with anybody. Russell Crowe is just standing by himself watching this on the bar. You know, just like a, a bar, not like a drinks bar. But like, going for it. They're all doing the obligatory... Begrudging. Post, <laughs> the begrudging post-match handshake. The winners don't seem to care for it. The losers seem to care for it even less. When you have a team like it's not everyone is from that town players for each team are from different places a lot of the time people buy players a lot of these and people change clubs you know a lot of these players have probably played alongside each other in the same team before and a lot of people have probably made great mates in one team that they've had to go up against a grand final before so a lot of these guys have been giving each other hugs. I think one guy from the Rabbitohs just wiped a tear off the Bulldog's face and it was really emotional and lovely, but those guys have probably played in teams together before, you know? Especially being two teams from Sydney. I've been working on the railroad. Okay, so why don't we uh, wrap it up for 15 minutes and then we'll uh, give our, do a bit of a debrief. What do you mean wrap it up for 15 minutes? Like give ourselves a break? Yeah. A bit of downtime. Yeah, we'll, we'll let Pause this clock. let this sink in a bit, All right. and then we'll uh, reflect on the game. Pause the clock. Just um, watch some of those post game interviews, see what they thought about it, and we'll be back with you. All right, so we're back in game over. Uh, they're interviewing Russell Crowe on TV at the moment about his love. Rock. Yes, about his love of the uh, Rabbitohs. And we've watched a lot of post-game wrap-up, Tony Abbott on stage, look, licking his lips and forgetting to clap. I think he forgot he, he was pretending not to be a lizard for a change. He was definitely, definitely had someone in his ear saying, Tony, tongue back in, don't let them know, don't let them know you're a lizard. But, uh, Too obvious. But yeah, I think the, the ruse is up. I think so. If anyone's watching tonight, you would see Tony Abbott with his uh, lizardy tongue poking out there, but... <laughs> But, uh, you know, pretty big achievement, pretty big celebration. Everybody's going suitably nuts. Everyone walked up and got their medal, and now they're going absolutely crazy around the side of the field doing post-match interviews. Well, uh, how did you find the game as a whole? Like, as someone who doesn't watch the football regularly, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. Like, 
not going for either team was kind of refreshing. Like, it's great to have a lot of tension in who you're going for and who you're rooting for, like you wish a team wins. But, I don't know, either team could have won, I would have been happy. You could really tell that the Bulldogs weren't great in... Didn't have a lot of forward momentum. They were a real defensive team, but... Well, not towards the end, though. They were doing no, a really bad job defensively towards yeah, the end of the game. Exactly. But I think by that point, they might have just let it slide. Yeah, I think they resigned to the fact that they weren't going to win at that from, point. From early on, the Rabbitohs were clear winners, though. They, they clearly just had a lot more momentum, had a lot more energy, had a lot more... I don't know what you'd call it. Spring in their feet. Gusto. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would as well like um, you know I haven't watched a full game in football in I don't know 10 15 years maybe never really but yeah I kind of got into it but and that surprised me a little bit it's communal tv events that's the thing it's exciting lots of people are on board you know lots of people are watching that there's at least 84,000 people in the stadium watching it and then there's um, people, millions of people on TV watching it. So you know you're part of something. That's kind of cool. Well, let's uh, maybe just leave it at that then. Like, yeah. thanks uh, to everyone for listening. And I guess this was uh, a bit of an experiment for us, something that we haven't done before. Yeah. And uh, that's you know really why we keep doing this. Where uh, this will evolve every week. Experimental. We're going to do uh, just some tape loops Yep. Uh, with some crazy noises. A lot of chomping from my part, lots of food chomping. Some whistling. Whistling. Um, maybe we can do some sort of compilation of like all the crazy noises Moose has made over the last 24-odd episodes. I brought my Rap and Ronnie Reagan tape. But, um, but yeah, like please, guys, uh, we've actually got a website now. It's uh, www.splittingcases.com. So, yeah, check that out. From there, you can link to everything from our iTunes link, Podbean, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Gmail, all of the possible ways you could find us. You will be able to find us through splittingcases.com. So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And if you do enjoy it, please leave us a review on iTunes. That would be lovely. Also, we're back. We are back. So we'll get back to the music because uh, there's been a couple episodes about TV, football, movies recently. So uh, we might have a couple of music ones coming up. I reckon that's on the cards. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. Sports. Please.